0: What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here, man. Welcome to another episode of Big Baby Sports. Today's episode of Big Baby Sports, man, I'm going to be honoring Kobe Bryant. It's been two years since he uh, passed away, him and Gigi, and seven other victims on the helicopter crash. Um, Kobe Bryant means so much to me my family. Um, Kobe Bryant mentality is everything. You know, keep pushing through any situation, and regardless if it's basketball life podcasting you know you gotta keep pushing regardless you know um there's gonna have times when you have ups and downs in life you gotta keep pushing forward but Kobe Bryant is the greatest basketball player ever you know when it comes to work ethic the hustle the grit the grind tenacity the heart the passion desire you know Kobe took no days off he went 100,000 percent each night you know and We'll talk about my favorite Kobe Bryant moments. Before I do that, I'm gonna talk about a story that I had a uh, conversation with Kobe Bryant on my Twitter. He used to follow me. You know, I will bet a thousand people. People, a lot of people don't believe me when I say that. So, you know, you don't have to believe me, but um, I have proof that he followed me, and I have proof that he DM'd me. You know, and The reason he followed me is because when he got injured, he sat out the playoffs. We're playing the San Antonio Spurs. We're in San Antonio. And he tweeted out, what do the Lakers need to do to win? And I tweeted at him, Lakers need to throw the ball into Pau Gasol and go to work. Let Pau go to work in this game. And play with passion, hustle, grit, grind. You know know what the next five minutes was? We're watching the game. Five minutes later, it said Kobe Bryant following you back. And I jumped up. So loud when my brother comes out, and was like, what the hell is going on? And I showed him, he was getting excited, you know? And that moment right there was special to me because Kobe Bryant's one of my favorite players to watch of all time in my fanhood. You know, just, you know, just not just him, just following me on Twitter, just him interacting with fans from time to time and just him. Putting out good motivational knowledge out there, and you know, not you know his basketball career was a, his basketball career was amazing. His passion, his hustle, his great desire. Eighty-one point, sixty-point games, winning in 2010, 2009, two thousand nine, two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand. You know, five championships. You know, but just the games that were in each night, he led us to victory. You know, him beating Portland, him hitting game shots. Just so, there's so many great moments. You know, you know, there's the 81-point game, 60. You know, him doing a 360 dunk and him dunking on fools. And just in general, there's so many great moments, you know. And also, too, he was a great dad off the basketball court as well with Gigi going to her basketball games. And Gigi had the Kobe Bryant mentality. You know, she was committed to uh, UConn, and she was going to be special. She's going to be probably the best WNBA player of all time the work ethic that she had, the work ethic and knowledge from Kobe, you know, father-son combinations, you know. It's like, damn. Damn, man. Oh, man. Getting emotional, guys. Sorry about that, big baby sports fans. I'm getting a little bit emotional today, man. Bear with me. I'm going to do an uh, eight-second honoring Kobe Bryant. Man, you know, just his, like Kobe Bryant's mentality, man, on the court, you know, and a lot of people took the Mamba mentality and did it to their own work ethic when it comes to music, comedy shows, just in general, like, other athletes get inspired by Kobe and also his fans. I'm inspired by Kobe Bryant. When I watch myself on podcasts, I critique myself, just like Kobe Bryant critiqued himself after certain games that... You know, they have a good game and he watched film and got better. That's what I do. You know, I do watch film on myself, podcasting, and, I, you know, anything in life I go through, you know, i but like, okay, what would Corey Bryant do? You know, what would Corey Bryant do if this happened? You know, just get better from it, and move forward. That's what I do. Anytime situation happens in life, you know, and you just got to get better. You know, I take what Kobe Bryant teaches everybody else, off the court, on the court, and take it to, you know, I watch his motivational videos, I watch his motivational videos, says, you know, and it helps me push forward in life, you know, and what one of the best Kobe Bryant moments that I loved, and i always remember, beating Boston in 2010, that is one of my favorite moments, you know, we lost in 2008. That pissed me off. And Kobe said it's one of the worst NBA finals he's been through ever in his career. And just beating Boston, redeeming himself. I know Kobe Bryant didn't shoot the ball well. but he literally willed the Lakers to the championship by him, not by himself, but like in game standing, like he did anything he could to win. Rebounding, assist, taking charges. Like he if he, he had like eighteen plus rebounds, fifteen plus rebounds somewhere around there. And you know it's just crazy, man. Like, you know, him and Michael Jordan had the same mentality, you know? Like, it's just crazy how they're they're similar, you know, with the fadeaway, mid range jumper, the talk and the you know, the little swagger that they both have and it's and it's and it's lovely. You know, Corey Bryant will be missed every day. You know, but knowing how Kobe Bryant's mentality is, knowing how Kobe's work ethic is, he probably would say, honor me, but continue to put in the work, regardless of what you do, you know, you know, I'm rocking my Kobe Bryant jersey right now, you know, and I got a Kobe Bryant backpack that says Mamba on it, and I got other things like a Kobe Bryant video game, that would be 2K21, I haven't opened that. You know, I've been and I got the Kobe Bryant "Mama Mentality" book, and that's a great book to read. You know, it helps me. Any every every morning, I meditate and read that Kobe Bryant book, and my mindset's good for the day. I meditate, keep pushing. You know, and you know Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete of all time, in my personal opinion. You know, like there will never ever be another Kobe Bryant. I know. The media, Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. No, he's not. Devin Booker is not the next Kobe Bryant. Devin Booker is the next Devin Booker. Kobe Bryant, you know, Kobe Bryant's only going to be Kobe Bryant. There will never be another Kobe Bryant. You know, nobody has the same passion, the hustle, the grit, the grind, the tenacity, the heart, the desire like Kobe in the NBA today. There's nobody like that in today's NBA. You know, I don't care what anybody says. Because Kobe is a legend, he is a great player, a great talent. He's a champion. He's a Hall of Famer. He won off the court as well. A Grammy, you know, for his book that he did, and he was ha- doing like a podcast too, you know. It's called the the Muse, you know, that as well won an award and just he was a winner off the court with his family, you know, family, dad, and he had. His set's high on other things, too. You know, body armor, doing well. And, you know, also, too, he was providing for the homeless, you know, like having shelter for the homeless, you know. he just a winner off the court, on the court, and Kobe's legacy will still live on, still dominate, you know. And Kobe Bryant deserves a statue outside of Staples Center. Him and Kobe, Shaq and Kobe built that Staples Center. Y'all need to, should have named it. The Kobe Bryant Arena, or the Mamba, the Mamba Center, in honor of Kobe. That's what I would have done. You know, but it's I'm just sad today. This loss of a legend. You know, Gigi, is a legend. You know, she was about to go to UConn and dominate the women's basketball, and you know, she was she was competitive just like her dad. You know. Just like her dad, she's very talented at at the game of basketball. You know, shoot that mid-range. You know, shoot that perimeter jumper. um, Play that great defense. She's passing all of her, all Kobe Bryant's daughters for passion, just like Kobe. You know, and sucks that we can't see Gigi play anymore, and it sucks that we can't see Kobe Bryant anymore. You know, man, Kobe Bryant's legacy will live on. It will always live on. And any time we were down in the game, Kobe led us to victory regardless of how, how much he shot from the field. He kept going and going and going. That's what I love about Kobe Bryant, you know. He wouldn't take nights off. Oh, I'm two for 11. Oh, I'm just going to sit that night out. No, he will keep going. And any time he was injured, he'll play through it, you know. There was a picture of Kobe Bryant with um like he was wrapped in like stuff to get i guess he went like played a 50 plus minutes and he got iced and wrapped with the uh, with ice all on his feet and arms and everything and he was just sitting on the bench like chilling and he literally against orlando i'm just kidding against the hornets Messed up his uh, right hand and had the or messed up his right shoulder and played with his left sh- left hand did like a like a back down left hand hook made it you know Cory Bryant played through any type of injury you know what I mean regardless of any situation you know it wasn't about all oh, my taking out of it was the fact that he had the willis team regardless if he was sick he played through it if he had a torrent if he had messed up sore knee, he'll play through it. If he had messed up elbow, he'll play through. It. pop finger back in his place. You know, Gary Vee popped his finger back in his place against San Antonio and hit three straight threes in a row. You know, he didn't take nights off, like you see these players in today's NBA. You know, Kobe Bryant will always be there in my heart, and I'm taking his mom mentality every day of my life when it comes to podcasting. You know, you know, I love podcasting. It's my passion, you know, and and it was an honor to have a conversation with Kobe Bryant in the DM. It was an honor for him to follow me, you know, that's because I do Twitter and podcasting and stuff. I have Twitter. That's one of my biggest Twitter highlights of my career on Twitter was Kobe Bryant following, me, you know, and man, with Kobe Bryant's legacy, live on, man. You know, what do you guys think overall? Like, what do you think the Lakers should do in honoring Kobe's legacy? Like, I know we they honored him with the Kobe, has two retired jerseys up there at Staples Center. I feel like they should put Gigi's jersey up there at least, or put, I give Kobe a statue with Gigi, like a little big statue of Kobe, and then a statue of Gigi right next to Kobe, you know, and Kobe Bryant deserves a statue right there. You know, like y'all need to do that soon. You know, I feel like it should be Kobe doing the fadeaway. You know, that's you know probably eight slash twenty-four. You know, I, I'm. It's Kobe Deserve statue, and when that day comes, I will. I will go to that event. I don't care if I have to call out work. I will go to that event when they announce the Kobe statue. I will go to that, even if I, you know, don't go to the Lakers game. I will go to still go to that Kobe Bryant event because Kobe means so much to me and my family, man. You know his legacy lives on, his desire lives on, his hustle, his grit. You know, like his his passion. You know, even though he ain't here no more, but his passion still lives on, you know. And love you Kobe. You know, we're taking your mom mentality each day, each night. You know, and love you, bro. Thank you for inspiring me and thank you for always keeping it real and always keeping it real you know you keep it real all the way you know thank you so much for everything you do kobe when you're here on earth and we will take your mom mentality and run that run it with it every day you know and um your legacy lives on and uh we'll see you soon kobe that's gonna do it for uh big baby sports podcast man make sure you guys subscribe to my youtube channel big baby sports and uh Mamba on three. Mamba on three. One, two, three. Mamba, we out you. Peace, Laker Nation. Mamba out. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here, man. Welcome to another episode of Big Baby Sports Podcast, man, here on Anchor. Um, it's been a while since I've been on Anchor. Um, now I'm going to start doing shows on my Anchor app. Um, let's get into today's show. Um, talk about the game from last night. Lakers win 10 106 to 96 man and the return of anthony davis happened yesterday um he only had eight points four blocks in limited minutes you know in 25 minutes three for eight from the field two runs two assists eight points um he's trying to get his conditioning back and um his rhythm but what i like from him his defense with those four blocks you know his defense was there his rotation was there he just has to get in rhythm and all that good stuff. You know, I liked what I saw from the Lakers yesterday. Made me happy. And shout-out to Malik Monk. Where did he have? 22 points off the bench, 28 minutes, 7 for 13 from the field, 6 for 12 from the field, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 22 points. He, his energy was great, his hustle, shooting that 3-ball really well, mid-range, attacking the lane, you know. And shout-out to the others as well. You know, Russell Westbrook, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. 7 for 14 from the field, Avery Bradley 9 points, 4 for 8 from the field, 1 for 3 from 3. Uh, Stanley Johnson um, had 4 points in 29 minutes, 0 for 1 from 3, 2 for 5 from the field. And uh, shout out to LeBron James. He I know the others stepped up too, but he was the main reason we won last night. I liked what I saw from him. He ended with 33 points in 34 minutes, 14 out of 21 from the field. Two for eight from the field, seven rebounds, six assists, and one steal and two blocks. His energy was there, you know, and his passion, his hustle were twenty four and twenty-four in the season, man. Twenty four and twenty we're twenty four and twenty-four in the season. And I just like the intensity from LeBron taking over in that third quarter. Um eleven out of twelve from two pointers. I liked what I saw. I liked from his team, but once again, we go small. We went small again. You know, we always go small and we got our rebound in fifty-four to thirty-three. Frank Vogel, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing not putting Dwight Howard out there? Like, Dwight Howard's a champion. He's a Hall of Famer. Top ten in rebounds of all time. And you don't want to play him? What's going on over there in Lakerland? Like do you have beef with Dwight Howard? Is there something going on we don't know about? Like, like I don't understand why you're not playing Dwight Howard. Like, I don't understand it, Frank Vogel. You're going to have to come to me and talk to me about it at this point because I don't understand. Dwight Howard's a great player. You know, he needs to be out there. Stop. Stop doing it. You know. You know. Play him more. He'll Play him more, and you'll start to see the hustle, the passion. Anyway, let's get back to um, – Game at hand, yeah. You know Brooklyn's coming in with no Kyrie, no Katie. Katie's out until the all, after the All Star break. You now James Harden ended with the triple double. Um, yeah, man. The, but like the rebounding's got to do better. Um, Austin Reeves had a good game too. Two point. He only had two points, but he did the other thing: six assists and taking charges and just in general. Like it was a back and forth game, back and forth. You know, uh, Patty Mills was getting going. James Harden. You know, the others, you know, they didn't really have anybody else besides James Harden, you know. But it was a competitive game until that third quarter when LeBron took over, had two great steals, dunked it. Um, LeBron took over in that fourth quarter, a lot of mid-range jumpers, pull-up threes, transition threes. You know, he's feeling himself, you know, and that's that's what I want to see from LeBron. LeBron's 104 points away from passing Kareem on the all-time scoring list. In my personal opinion, I feel like he's trying to go for that record. You know what I mean, and we need to do something at the deadline, like 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 in the sense of LeBron passing Kareem all time players list of scoring. If Westbrook fit with this team and we were winning, he would be the front runner for MVP. He'd be the front runner, favorite, but. You have to have a winning record and a winning season to win MVP. So LeBron's not gonna get MVP, but he's having a great season in his year nineteen, and I'm excited for LeBron. He's playing great. He's the only player this season has been playing great on the Lakers. Like, like I haven't been hard on LeBron all year because he's doing things that I want him to do: attack, attack, take over a game. We're gonna like this road trip, man. We're uh, two and one on this road trip. We got Philly tomorrow. That's gonna be a, a Really challenging game, to be honest, because Joel Embiid is averaging, like, 30-plus points, 15 rebounds, three blocks in the last five, six games. He's been playing like an MVP-type big man. You know, that that's how big men should play. Shaq approved his game. You know what I mean? And it's going to be tough versus Philly. They've got great talent over there. I know Ben Simmons ain't playing, but they still got great talent. Ben um, Joel Embiid over there and the others. You know, Docker is going to coach them really well. They got Tobias Harris over there, Danny Green. They got experience. So it's going to be a tough, tough game. And, um, yeah, but, like, what I saw from this Laker team overall in general, I saw passion. I saw competitiveness. I saw heart, desire. I saw Laker basketball, and that's what we need, you know. And what I saw from this team, I saw – the energy boosted back up when Anthony Davis came back. You know what I mean? I know he started at center, but you need to move him to power forward and put Dwight at center and go Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Malik Monk, and Russell Westbrook. With that starting lineup right there, Frank Vogel, that would be winning basketball. And uh, winning basketball, winning tradition, with that starting lineup, Dwight Howard, LeBron, Edie all have championship experience together. So put it out there, Frank Vogel, why do you want to go small? Like, people listen to me on Anchor, and people that listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, when you hear this, explaining to me why the Lakers playing a big lineup. Like, I don't understand it. They need to go big because they've been getting out-rebounded a lot the last couple games. Like, it's been tremendously bad. And you have to have big fellas out there to get rebounds. You know? But, um, like, I saw a video of Shaq and Russell Westbrook talking against Orlando when Shaq was at the Magic game. And I saw this. I saw Shaq criticizing, not criticizing, critiquing Russell Westbrook. And you know what Russell Westbrook did? He got mad. Shaq told him to slow down, quit going fast and shit. He did. There's a video on Instagram. And Shaq is right. He needs to slow down. And it seems like about Westbrook. 7 for 14 from the field, 15 points, over 2 from 3. You know, he's still trying to find his rhythm. He's still trying to find his niche. And Laker Nation, listen to me when I say this, please. Listen to me when I say this. A lot of Laker fans always say it's going to take time. It's going to take time. If, we've been saying that since preseason, Laker Nation. Like, like, let's keep it real. Let's keep it all the way real. I'm going to keep it all the way real on my podcast. I keep it real. I don't sugarcoat nothing. Everybody knows this. You know? Um, we're not a good basketball team right now. We're not. We're 500. We should be top of the West number one seed right now. You know, but I guess putting a team together takes maybe a year or two. You know, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, we like us, you know, maybe this trade thought was going to work. You know, if it was working, we'd be winning. You know, Kakuzman doing great in Washington. Montroseiro's doing great in Washington. KCP. And I feel like those type of guys, those type of players, those 3 and D type players are missing on this team. You know what I mean? And I feel like the Lakers need to go out and get a Terrence Ross or go get another hustle top player like a Justin Holiday that will fight for this team. Just like, you know, we need players like that, you know. And I want to see us go on a little bit of a winning streak, man, because I'm tired of winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one, winning one, losing three streaks. Winning two, losing four straight or something like that, you know? I'm just tired of it. We need to do better. And um, you know, and well but that's the thing though about what I saw from Lakers last night. They let James Harden get a triple double on them, but they didn't let the others get off, which is okay. I I would take the any day of the week. You know? But if if K D played, if Russell or excuse me, K D played and Kyrie played, I'd be like, cool. Let's run it. You know, I'll be excited, but win's a win. You know, I'll take it. You know, Brooklyn have that many players on the team. You no, know, all, only all-star they had was LaMarcus uh, Aldridge and James Harden out there, but we still got the win. You know, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? And I just want to see this team start off better. You know, sometimes we try to figure it, out, figure it out until the second half. Sometimes, you know, second quarter, third quarter. Sometimes we figure it out in the fourth quarter, but I want to see a consistency team. This season, this Lakers team has been inconsistent all year long. And even Stu Lantz said it too. You know, he keeps it real. He works for the Lakers Network channel. You know, he keeps it real. Well, us, my Lakers, got to do better. You know, be consistent, not inconsistent. You know, I'm just tired of, you know, I'm just tired of seeing inconsistency each night. But last night, I liked what I saw. Cool. Now do it again against Philly. Do it again against... um all the other teams that you have coming up down the road, you know, just not just Philly, but like when we come back from our six-game road trip, we got the Clippers, you know. They don't have Paul George and Kawhi this season. So we should be able to win that game, but we lost to them when they didn't have Kawhi Leonard. You know, I just want to see consistency from this Laker team this season. Like, I just want to see consistency and according – I got – A tweet right here. Actually, I was reading it right now from yesterday. Um, Lakers expect to keep Frank Vogel until further notice, according to Dave McMillan. It is what it is at this point. You know? It is what it is at this point. Like, as far as um everything, man. Like, we're going to end up keeping him. probably going to keep Westbrook. We're probably going to try to build him around the roster, you know. And at this point, if we make a trade, let's run it. If not, then we got to swing until the wheels fall off, you know. We got to stay in consistency this year. And uh, let's have a great rest of a road trip, a Nation. That's going to do it for Big Baby Sports Podcast, man. Make sure you guys subscribe to me on YouTube, Big Baby Sports Podcast. I almost had 600 subscribers there. Um, get to me, get me to six hundred subscribers. I'm doing a giveaway. Once I hit six hundred, um, until then, everybody have a blessed night. God bless and stay safe and go Lakers, baby. We out here. Peace.